This is the Parenting for Faith podcast from the Bible Reading Fellowship. Visit parentingforfaith.org for free online videos and resources and an eight-session course all about Parenting for Faith. You can also sign up for news, subscribe to this podcast, and find out about events and training in your area. And welcome to the Parenting for Faith podcast. I'm your host, Anna Hawkin, and this is episode eight of season three. Now, we're going to be chatting today with Alan Charter, who's going to be telling us about Family Fit. If you haven't heard of Family Fit before, it's because it sprang up uh, kind of just before the pandemic and it has spread all over the world. It's in lots of countries, lots of languages, and it's not just for sporty families. We're going to be chatting about that more in a while, um, but really about kind of spiritual and emotional and mental and physical health all being linked and um, some really good resources to get you going with that. Then for our question today, we chat about how to prepare our child for going to a funeral. And as usual, there'll be a question to ask your kid to spark an interesting conversation. But before before we jump into that conversation with Alan, I just wanted to tell you about an opportunity coming up that bookings are closing for very, very soon. So we run an event called Parenting as a Church Leader. Now, this is based on work by Rachel Turner. She spent many years researching this, talking to people from lots of different denominations And really looking at that unique context of if you're in ministry in any capacity, you could be the church leader, leader in training, a spouse, uh, any role in the church that might be the the children's youth or family leader as well. Your children uh, have a bit of a different situation and a bit of a different context that they're growing up in. They can sometimes be uh, put in the spotlight or feel like they're in a bit of a goldfish bowl and they can absolutely thrive and do really well in that setting. But it really helps to think through how you want to do that. And uh, the Parenting as a Church Leader Day just makes that really practical. Um, It's nice and short. It's from 9.30 in the morning till half two in the afternoon. So you can fit it into a school day. It's on Zoom, so you don't have to go anywhere. You can even have small people running around in the background. That's absolutely fine. Uh, But we've got one coming up on the 5th of July. So you can book that. I'll pop a link in the show notes, but you can book it on the Parenting for Faith website or the BRF online website. Do come along to that or uh, let someone who's a leader and also a parent know about it, because that's quite an an unusual and unique opportunity. But without further ado, uh, this was my conversation with Alan Charter. So I had the great pleasure a couple of weeks ago to meet with Alan Charter for coffee in real life, my friends. Uh, But there were lots of people chatting. There were noisy cars. And um, so we have reconvened on Zoom because he was telling me about something really interesting and really exciting that I think you're going to want to know more about. Um, But first of all, Alan, who are you and what do you do? You wear very many hats. And so um, I'm not sure how to introduce you. So I thought I'd I'd let you do it. (laughs) Well, I mean, thanks, Anna. It's great to be with you. And thanks for the invitation. Um, At its simplest level, my focus has, has always been actually very consistent in terms of how as a Christian, as a parent, as a leader, as part of the church, and then working with various organisations, how can we do the best job possible to enable the next generation to encounter Jesus for themselves and to know him and walk with him? So whatever opens up that opportunity, I kind of dabble a bit, really. So most, most of my time has been 
working with Scripture Union, whether it's as a volunteer, as I was in my early uh, years, in my teens and up, um, part of the, the, the UK set up here, but I've been working with SU internationally for a number of years as well. Um, and so now the last seven years, I've been helping a global partnering community kind of go on that journey together to see how can we help children everywhere walk with Jesus. Um, so that's the vision of it. It's called the Global Children's Forum. And it's just a great bunch of people from different parts of the world working with different organisations or in different parts of the church, seeing how can we do better together. Um, but particularly over the last few years, there's been a much stronger and very exciting focus around what does that look like in households and how can we serve families more? And you have been involved in a project, haven't you, that has spread all over the world. We're going to be hearing a little bit more about it. Um, but it's called Family Fit. And what is it? Who's it for? How did it start? Tell us all about it. Well, it was a bit of a surprise, if I'm honest. So it came slightly left field. Um, and it's one of those beautiful things that sometimes comes about almost serendipitously when you get people together who have got a shared heart and passion and concern. Um, and so just ahead of this slightly surreal global pandemic that we've been um, inhabiting the last couple of years, we had a group of us meeting alongside one of our, our meetings that was running in, in, in Africa. Um, and it was only a small group. There was just a, a half dozen or so different leaders that, that came together for a conversation around what can we learn together? What might we explore together with a particular focus on families? Um, and alongside the Global Children's Forum that, that I connect into, there's another global movement that has been serving uh, people through sports ministry for several decades. And they're an amazing group of people who are passionate about sports and passionate about um, reaching people through sports. And so we had a couple of their leaders with us as well, which then introduced this question of what can we do to serve families? And is there a kind of a health and fitness aspect within that? And we were sat together at the point in which the world was going into lockdown. And so inevitably that context framed our conversation. And so we were wrestling with the question of, is there something that we could explore together, particularly to support families that are going to be facing extended periods of, of lockdown together, of not getting out of their homes or being very limited in terms of what they could do? And is there something that might help promote physical and emotional and spiritual well-being so that was where the conversation began and actually within a few hours this idea of family fit was was formed and it just is a very simple idea around how families might be able to uh, connect around fitness but actually much more through the the kind of conversations of faith and right at the heart of it is really just an invitation to have fun and to play together so that was really where it all began just from a little conversation um, but then it, it spread like wildfire through the different organizations and, and networks that were part of that and I think that reflects what we have seen growing in recent years about a recognition that we have to do more to serve families. Anything that we're doing that has got a children or youth focus needs to have this 
joined up thinking around the household and around those for whom the the greatest impact for the the way that shape that, that faith is shaped for our children and young people um, but actually just to bless and encourage them because as a parent as well I know that it is a challenge and it's something that you kind of live with 24 7 and all of us feel unworthy or ill-equipped or not the kind of person that we would choose to to take that on and yet God in his grace also uses us and uses all of our um, strengths and failings uh, and so family family.fit came about just as a, an invitation to encourage families to put some tools in their hands and particularly with an invitation to connect and to chat and to play together. Love it. Now, I like that you talked about failings there as well as fitness. So uh, I was one of those families and I'm willing to bet I wasn't the only one who got very excited on day one of Joe Wicks in lockdown. And we moved the sofa back and, uh, you know, everyone was ready at the right time. And we did a good, oh, I don't know, 40 percent of some of the exercises. And then the next day, a little bit less. And um, I'm not sure we survived the first week. I think lots of people went further. So if people are thinking, okay, nice idea, you know, we get fitness is important, um, but actually we're, we're more of a sofa family. We're not, uh, we're not out there doing park runs and, and we didn't keep up with Joe Wicks. Does Family Fit have something for those kind of families? I mean, it does. And I, and I really hope that, that people won't see fit in the title. I think, oh, that's not our family. Because um, actually the, the, the focus on fitness, there is a physical dimension to that. And we all have varying abilities when it comes to that. Um, but, but actually, we want to encourage families to get spiritually fit and emotionally fit as well. And we all face different battles on different fronts, whether it is in our physical health or our emotional health or our spiritual well-being as well. And one of the worst things I think, and one of the biggest barriers is the fact that we can get um, thrown by that or put off by that. And we kind of shy away from it. Um, but actually the, the, the healthiest route for any of us, I guess, is to find ways that we can explore those challenges with others to talk about it. And I think particularly for families, because of the busyness of life and because of how our lives often become focused around calendars and schedules and the compartments of what we do individually, um, with Family Fit, actually, it's just an invitation to connect together as a family, even for a few minutes, just once or twice a week, and to have an opportunity for some input around, okay, what could we talk about today? Let's have a chance to play together, to let our hair down together. And then by placing ourselves in a, in a, a position where we're a little more open and where um, in, in the hilarity of trying to attempt something that might seem a little crazy, actually, it then triggers great conversations. And, and we've already heard of some wonderful family moments. Um, there was a family in Sweden that, that were using this resource and their little six-year-old daughter just really got hooked by it. And she kind of became the leader for whenever they came together. She said, right, we're going to do our family fit now. And then she kind of worked with the family to, to, to lead them through the different sections of it. Uh, and, you know, that can be, again, one of those unexpected things where it, it gives a different way in for different people and hopefully triggers something fun and hopefully long lasting in terms of what families can explore wherever they are. 
So it's really what I'm hearing there. It's really a tool for connection and play and starting conversations rather than just being about, about the fitness. Yeah. And you've mentioned um, a few times there, you've talked about physical fitness and emotional fitness and spiritual fitness, or those as kind of different aspects. Um, do you see those as sort of three things to keep an eye on and for us to be aware of? Or do you see them as um, very much things that interact with each other and are linked? Yeah, we're whole people, aren't we? We can't easily separate those things out. Um, and I think there's, there's stuff for us to explore as Christians within that as well, in terms of how in our whole being do we encounter God and how are we open to, to his work in, in our lives. And I think we've all got work to do in different parts of our lives. And so all of us come to this with a sense of uh, recognising that we need God's grace in every moment of any day and that actually God knows us fully and he knows how we're feeling. He knows um, where we are in terms of the, our thought life and our relationship life. Um, so we are joined up people, aren't we? Even though we, we kind of focus on different things at different times. But I think some of this is also just to help our children see the way in which they have um, a part to play in our family life as well. And so what they're thinking, what they're feeling, we care about and we want to hear from them. And so whether it is through doing a, a silly game together that then you pick up a question off the back of that, it, it just allows for hopefully some um, opportunities to go a little deeper or to, um, to hear from different members of the family and, and then allow God to speak into us through that. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. And it's it's quite a hot topic at the moment, isn't it? Um, mental health and how these things interact. You obviously talked about it coming out of lockdown and the challenge that challenges that are faced there. So that's been kind of the um, negative and a difficult thing that's come out of lockdown. But a really positive thing has been families spending more time together and uh, doing more activities together, more faith conversations uh, so do you see this as kind of linking the two, I guess? Yeah, definitely. And to um, enable, enable us to, to recognise the different um, levels of, of how we're doing in, in any of those areas. And you talked about people with different abilities as well. And actually the intent here is, is not to try and um, create a highly competitive environment, although sometimes a little bit of that is quite fun and quite good. It, it's, it's just to recognise that we, we do benefit emotionally from being able to um, embrace our whole, whole being. And so the, the, um, the strengthening of who we are physically as well as spiritually does, does have an impact on all areas of our lives. And so that's one of the things that I love with Family Fit is that it does try to be kind of intentionally holistic and to, um, to, to value us as whole people and to enable our, our children and young people to, to contribute to that too and to, to, to learn what that looks like and what that means as part of our family lives together. So often what we do is, is built around programmes that invest in them in terms of different activities and we're dropping our kids off here and there, um, but it's rare that we can, we can seize those moments just as part of the rhythm of family life. Um, 
you know, the familiar passage in Deuteronomy 6 about uh, the things that we do when we get up and walk along the road, when we lie down, that there's an invitation in all of those moments for us to, to acknowledge God's presence with us. And so I think Family Fit is just trying to provide a fun way that we can do some of that together. Yeah, and I think give a focus to um, an idea of an activity to do with your children, as you say, to open up those conversations. Because it's one thing to kind of decide you want that, but <laughs> actually getting the conversations going, um, you know, different things work for different people. And, and I think this is a really interesting avenue and route in. So thank you for your part in it. Um, you mentioned it has spread across the world and is in lots of different languages. Uh, we have listeners right across the world. Where is it and how do people uh, get hold of it and get started? Brilliant. Well, I mean, we we would love for people to get hold of it wherever they are. We'd especially love to hear how people get on with it Anna, as well. So it's very simple. We try to make it as easy as possible. So it's called Family Fit. The web address is family.fit. And you can access all of the different content there. There's about five seasons of, of content that's available on the website. There's about 30 different languages. And because it's all open source, that means that anybody is free to access the content, do whatever you like with it. You can adapt it to fit your family, your context, your church. Um, so again, we've had church groups that have picked it up and started to, to integrate it uh, as part of what they do when they connect together. Um, there was a, a group that met in Portugal early this year who made it part of a prayer journey when they came together. And so they had different prayer stations and they used some of the resources from Family Fit to create these kind of fun moments for the different generations of the church to come together. And then as a prompt for prayer off the back of that, um, there's kind of um full length versions that you can work with if you've got time there's there's fast versions there's a build your own toolkit where if you've got a particular theme that you're looking to to work with in a church group or a, um, a home group or even just for yourselves as a family then yeah you can you can use the tools to help build stuff around whatever content you want to put into it and then we've worked with you version as well and we put some um some family fit kind of resources together that work in the U version format so if you want to go to their website you can find it on there too it really is phenomenal what's available in such a short time uh, thank you so much for your time alan if you've got feedback and questions for alan feel free to send those to the parenting for faith inbox or contact us on social media as usual uh, or if you've got questions about this or anything else we would love to hear you uh, hear from you thank you so much for your time alan thanks Anna. great to join you So for our question today, we've had somebody ask about preparing their child for going to a family funeral. Now, I was really interested by this because uh, this is actually something that we've had to tackle in our family recently. Uh, we had a, a family member die and um, it wasn't unexpected. He'd been suffering from an illness for a long time, but he was young and it was really, really sad. And when I heard the news... Um, I was really upset and processing my own grief. But the next thing I thought is, how do I talk to my children about this? What am I going to say to them to help them understand? And how am I going to prepare them for going to the funeral? So we did what we always do in these situations, which is look at the key tools, the five key tools of Parenting for Faith, and think, okay, what can we pull out? How can we apply these to the situation? So the first 
key tool is called uh, Creating Windows. And it's just about showing your child, letting them see or hear a little bit of how you're processing that. Um, so I tried to be really honest. I'd been crying, I'd been upset, and um, I made sure that I explained that's what I'd been doing and how I'd been chatting to God about it. And then the next key tool is framing, which is all about helping our children make sense of the world and preparing them for things in advance, speaking to them during, talking about them afterwards, um, just to help give them some context and put some things around there. And uh, I've got one of my children here today, off school, uh, ill, and um, I actually thought it'd be really helpful to get her perspective on what that was like. So can you remember, it was just last week we went to the funeral, but before we went, we spent a little bit of time talking about it, didn't we? Yeah. What, what did we talk about and how did you find that? Um, well, we talked about that some people would be sad and some people um, might um, be laughing, remembering some of the funny times that um, he had with his family together. Yeah, so really just recognising that there might be a whole range of different emotions um, and that those are things we might see and spot and none of those are right or wrong. You know, people feel whatever they're feeling in these situations. We talked a little bit about the actual service itself, didn't we? Do you remember yeah. that? Um, I can't really remember many things, but um, I can remember that... Um, that um, when we talked about it, um, we said that um, that sometimes um, sometimes the people um, in the service might feel um, a bit funny or a bit sad or maybe quite happy that he died so he could have a nicer life in heaven. Mm. And so, yeah, the thing that's really stuck with you is the emotions, isn't it? But I yeah. think we did talk about some of the physical things, just what was going to happen on the day, um, the songs, we actually knew the songs that we were going to sing and they weren't ones that we normally sing at our church or that we knew the words to, so we found the words for, the words for those. We talked about how people might talk about his life um, and uh, you know, a kind of eulogy or some tributes because those aren't things you'd come across before and, and what that was like. What I didn't tell you about is all the cake and food afterwards. That was a no, nice surprise, wasn't yeah. it? And, and um, yeah, it, um, it, um, so, and when, um, the, the service was was over some people were still feeling sad and some people had cheered up a bit because they were going for afternoon tea. And who doesn't love afternoon tea? Um, but for me, over the years with these different situations, I've really found it's helpful just to be honest, to be as clear and straightforward as possible and to prepare them in advance for what they might see or hear or experience. Um, to talk during, I was hoping to be able to sit with you and whisper all the way through, but I ended up mostly outside mm. with my youngest, who was not very good at sitting down. Yeah. Um, but actually, it doesn't always need to be mummy that does it, does it? You were sat with your grandparents. Yeah. And you were able to ask them questions and whisper to them and um, your brother just wanted to have cuddles and it was a grandparent that was able to help with that. So that's great. But then afterwards as well, we talked in the car on the way home. What stood out to you? What did you think was interesting? Um, how does that make you feel about God? Um, well, um, I found that... Um it was quite interesting that um, when there was the service, some people couldn't even look at it and some people um, 
so some people um, were able to um, listen to it, but some weren't and they were crying. Yeah, and just how people responded differently. And you may find you need to do some unwinding, so that's the third key tool of Parenting for Faith, which is just spotting where their view of God has been shaped by this. Um, that might be helpfully in giving them a fuller picture of God, but it might make them skew to one angle. You just need to draw that back. And we need some chat and catch as well, didn't we? We just yeah. talked to God about how we were feeling and some things that we wanted to pray for the family and all those kind of things. How do you find, how do you like to do chat and catch and do you find it um, helpful? Well, um, I like to do it mostly asking God things because I want to know um, lots more things and learn more. And um, I find it uh, more comfortable and I like doing it with family because then um, when we're doing it together, um, it, there's company and um, you always feel better when your family is with you. Yeah, and so a wave we're surfing at the moment, there's been loads of focus on catch. So um, we really like asking God questions and we've been doing that a lot, but then just trying to pull it back and chat to God as well. Remember just to tell him things like how we're feeling, what we're thinking, just every day in things we're doing, what's going on and include him in that. Thank you so much for your help. I found that really valuable and I think people will find that useful as well. Thank you very much. this week's question to ask your kid to spark an interesting conversation I've asked my assistant to come up with something so we were chatting about funerals what should people ask their kid this week what would you like people to remember about you at your funeral so we've been chatting funerals what would you like people to remember about you at your funeral have a great conversation you want to tell me it's fine uh, you can tell me when we stop recording have a great conversation make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast so that you can see when the next episode appears and uh, we would really really appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate and review this podcast that really helps other people to know we exist have a great week have a great conversation bye bye Thank you for downloading the Parenting for Faith podcast. A new episode will be released next week. And why not look at parentingforfaith.org to watch the free eight-session course, to get in touch, or to find out about training and events near you.